0: good morning have you ever lost something that was really important do you remember what that felt like have you ever not been able to find a child well this is a picture of my grandma and my four boys they were four and a half two and a half and six weeks old i'm glad i was a lot younger then. Right? And this is back in the day when uh, there wasn't a grocery pickup. So I braved the store with my four boys in tow, but I had a system. I had a double stroller for the babies, and then the big boys held on to the sides, and I would just get enough food to get us by what would fit in the baskets under the stroller. Right? Okay. It was a pretty successful plan until this guy. <laughs> Anyone remember those uh and M&M displays at the checkout? Well, he was ready for us, but I was not ready for him. In the time that it took me to plop a gallon of milk into the basket and stand back up, One of my little guys was gone. He was so enamored with this big blue guy. I had kept walking and he did not. I could not breathe. Adrenaline raced through my body as I pushed my stroller up the top of every aisle and looked down every row. No little guy. He had vanished. Tears began streaming down my cheeks, and I just bowed my head, stopped right where I was, and begged the Lord, please bring my little guy back to me. And I opened my eyes and lifted my head and watched as a woman walked back into the store, holding my little guy's hand. She had found him out by our van, He told her that he was done shopping and was ready to go home. (laughs) I dropped to my knees and I scooped him up, and I did not attempt to shop on my own with the four of them for a very long time. Sometimes when we pray, God's answer is an immediate yes. And as Pastor Mike has said, when the kingdom of God comes near, lost things are found. In our scripture passage this morning, there's a woman who was lost and found in an entirely different way. We are in the book of Acts. Paul has partnered with Timothy and Silas in traveling to share the gospel. We read, the churches were strengthened in the faith and were increasing in number daily. As they continued their travels, they felt the Lord prevented their path. And they waited on him for the direction they should go next. Hear the word of the Lord from Acts chapter 16, verses 9 through 15. During the night, Paul had a vision. There stood a man of Macedonia pleading with him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When we had seen, he had seen the vision, we immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia, being convinced that God had called us to proclaim the good news to them. We set sail for Troas and took a straight course to Semothrace, and following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which was a leading city in the district of Macedonia, a Roman colony. We remained in the city for some days. On the Sabbath, we went outside the gate by the river, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to a woman, the women who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshipper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Thyatira and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed upon us. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, be made known to us through your word. By your Holy Spirit, open our hearts and minds to the message you have for us today. We are listening. Help us to hear your voice. Amen. Some beautiful finding happened in this passage. Paul had a dream. And he was so certain that it was from the Lord that he and the fellows packed up and headed to Macedonia. They settled in Philippi, a city in the Macedonian district. On the Sabbath, the guys looked for a place to worship. And being in a Roman colony, there were no synagogues there. So they went outside the city gate to the river. The river was a safe and secluded place of prayer for both Jewish worshipers and Gentile seekers outside of the city, away from the oppressive Romans. There, they found a group of women who believed in God but not yet heard of the saving grace of Jesus. What Lydia did not know that day was that in her longing for God, She was going to find the God who was finding her. Verse 14 says, The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. The Lord opened her heart. God's initiating grace began the saving work in Lydia. The Holy Spirit was already preparing Lydia's heart Ahead of Paul's words. Here is the center of the story, the place where Paul's obedience and Lydia's seeking and God's grace met on the bank of the river. Paul didn't do this work on his own but came alongside the Lord's work and Lydia responded to Paul's message and her life was changed. She was immediately baptized. Lydia then shared the saving grace that she received from the Lord through Paul, and her entire household was baptized. Not only her family, but all those who worked for her as well. This businesswoman was found and was already in the business of finding others. This work of God in Lydia ahead of paul takes us back to the work that god did in the younger brother ahead of his return home to the father in that lost and found series that we've been in the last four sundays if you'll remember in luke's gospel jesus had two kinds of folks listening to his lost and found parables of the lost sheep the lost coin and the lost son. Jesus knew his audience well. They were sinners and tax collectors. They were Pharisees and religious leaders. He knew how to tell a story that would cause them to see things in a whole new way. They heard about a sheep that was lost, And who left the 99 to find the lost sheep? That's right, the shepherd. They heard about a coin that was lost, and who searched for the coin? The woman. They heard about a son who was lost, and who went to find the lost son? Nobody. That's right, nobody. Nobody went to find the lost son. And the kicker is those listening to Jesus knew who was supposed to go. How many of us are older siblings? And how many of us have been told it is our responsibility to look after our younger brothers and sisters? Hmm. Well, for Jesus' audience, multiply that responsibility by a thousand. In that culture, it was the responsibility of the older brother to go find the lost younger brother. At his own expense, no matter the cost, it was his job as the heir of the bulk of the inheritance to use what had been given to him to make sure that the family stayed together. He was his brother's keeper. Do you remember those words back in Genesis chapter 4? The Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Pharisees and the sinners gathered around listening to Jesus. They knew the answer to Cain's question Dude, yeah. As heir of the estate, the older brother is responsible for the younger. But in the story that Jesus shared, the older son stayed home. He didn't live up to his responsibility. He didn't go. He let the younger son stay lost. So why did the younger brother come home? Who came to find him? Do you remember that moment in the pigsty? and we read that he came to himself. Like Peter and the vision we heard last week from Pastor Mike that brought him to Cornelius, or Paul and the vision that he had that brought him to Lydia. It was the Spirit of the Lord who turned the younger son's heart, and he came to himself, and he made the walk back home. It was God who was the true older brother because the older son wouldn't go in his righteous living he chose his merit motivated good work and his wealth over his brother his possessions over their relationship his brother's life cost too much and so does ours Like the younger son and like the older son, we need a true older brother to seek us, to bring us home. We need someone to rescue us from our love of sin. We need someone to rescue us from our love of doing good to get a reward. And we have him. Jesus is the true older brother. He gave up his robe and his ring and his very life to restore us to a right relationship with the Father. So even when it feels like no one is looking for you, even if it feels like no one cares, even if it feels like you deserve to be lost forever, Jesus, our true older brother, has found us and is ready to bring us home. For us, the restoration is free. For Jesus, it costs everything. So then what do we do with this new life given us, our restored, freely given, yet costly for Jesus' life? the relationship that we have with the Father. We can, in turn, become older brothers and sisters with a full inheritance who are entrusted to partner with Jesus, the true older brother, to seek and to save the lost. Paul was a true older brother to Lydia In response to what the Lord Jesus did in Paul back in Damascus, Paul gave his life over to being an older brother for those who did not yet know Jesus. Paul shared with Lydia, and Lydia became a champion of the church. Since there were no synagogues in Philippi, it was in her home where the believers gathered. It was in Lydia's home, as we can read later in the same chapter of Acts, that Paul and Silas showed up freshly released from prison. Lydia reminds me of the women of the United Women of Faith in the way that she devoted herself to seeing the mission of the church succeed, and in the generous ways that she extended hospitality. God opened Lydia's heart, and she opened her home. She hosted these missionaries, and then she became one herself. She created a place for the Lord to continue his work in opening the hearts of her guests. To hear the good news of Jesus. The Lord prepared Lydia's heart to hear the gospel that Paul shared. She was restored to a right relationship with the Father and so partnered with the Holy Spirit to become an older sister for others. We have a true older brother ready to restore us to a right relationship with the Father. Jesus is ready to welcome us home so that we can partner with him to bring others home. He already paid the cost. Let us be fully restored so that we can be older brothers and sisters for others. We can listen carefully to hear where the Lord is opening the hearts of others to know his grace that draws them to hear the good news because you never know who God has prepared for you to find. You could be walking in a grocery store parking lot, minding your own business, and bump into a lost younger son holding a fistful of eminence, (laughs) waiting to be restored to his mother. Ask yourself, who might be that God is preparing for you to find? Are you, like Paul and like Lydia, ready to respond? Let us commit this, to leave this place today and go partner with the Holy Spirit to share His grace so that all can be found and we can celebrate together amen amen